0: Dose, Leprechauns be the place. Uh. Podcast for inspiration and taste. With people all around from different sizes and shapes, from different cultures and backgrounds, in the race we got. Jason and Nate, hosts in the house, built to create, be in the lighthouse. Keepers of the gate Got the that Dame back in education led the way. from the bus About to drive it home Can't To rock it. a man with a plan That was so grand Built the flight out the dome yeah, yeah. Zorro without the mask But still cuts down Every man make the legend Through the whole town Hopes oh, yeah. could've played for the Colts Woo. Couple more years They would've called him a goat But I I will before you long It's time to talk about The life with Dose Lepicons, huh? Dose
1: Lepicons And you're coming to us Live here at Free Camp 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, thank you guys for coming back to the show today. <clears throat> we had uh, Jerron Jones on earlier this morning, and he had a pretty good uh, pretty good take on what to expect today and maybe uh, a little bit of a reality check for some of the fans. Uh, oh, we're live from Evo, it says. Um, so uh, drop some comments below, some questions below. We're about to get Ian Williams on the phone for a brief interview, and then we'll talk to Jason from the Michigan uh, Fan Club of Notre Dame, and he'll talk a little bit about what's going on for the Michigan festivities in a few weeks. Uh, Michigan, fresh off that, <clears throat> well, they lost. We'll, we'll talk some smack after we win today. So, anyways, let's get Ian on, Nate. i getting ready to call Ian Williams, a standout defensive lineman for the Irish. Pretty decent NFL career. Hello. Hey, good afternoon, Ian. It's Jason and Nate, the Dull Sepricans. How you guys doing? We're doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for taking a few minutes with us today. just wanted to and kind of get your, your feelings on what to expect today from the uh, Notre Dame-Georgia game and kind of what your thoughts are heading into that. So wh- what do you expect today? What do you expect to see happen from the Irish? Uh, I'm expecting to go in there and just try to go the storm. And, uh, and
2: Georgia Bulldogs are going to be um, really amped up. It's going to be an exciting atmosphere. I we need to go in and um, just stay focused and, and let the
1: outside world go with uh, everything that's going on outside. We need to focus on the game. Do you think there's a a key to the game? You know, all we've heard about all uh, week long was from the talking heads talking about how Georgia's offensive line is too much for uh, the Irish defensive line to handle. Being a former All-American defensive lineman, do you have any thoughts on that? On what we can do to be successful there? Um, We just need to play straight fundamental defense. uh, Especially, uh, you know, we're gonna have to get them to second down and long, third down and long to really, you know, let our pass rushers who are really good on the edge
2: really go um, and get up to the quarterback. Uh, if we let them get, um, you know, four, five, six yards on first and, first and second down, you know, now it's a, it's, a, it's a different game than third down. So um, first downs going to be the, the crucial part, especially on the defensive side on, up front. Um, to really shut down Georgia, you know, because they like to run the ball. They're averaging but over 250 yards on the ground per
1: game uh, in these first couple games. So, uh, first down for me to keep. How much stock do you put in those first two games that Georgia played? I mean, they, or three games, I should say. They played Vanderbilt, who's been pretty down this year, uh, Murray State, who I don't even know who Murray State is, and then Arkansas State. So, how much can you really put into that 250 yards average on the ground so far?
2: I mean, still, uh, you still have to go out there and execute. So they have the players obviously there in the, the SEC, so they have the players to go out there and execute. Just um, so know to go out there and stop and See what they like to do. See what kind of plays they like to like run out of certain formations. And guys just need to see it and, and, and just uh, just try to do their best to stop it and you know,
1: pretty much do their jobs to let you know uh, the linebackers and you know, safety be able to fill their gaps too. Sure. So this is obviously a huge game for the Irish. You know, a lot of a lot of talk about the. Not being successful against top ten teams and not being able to win the big game, et cetera. Can you think of a game that you played in with your time at N D that kind of had a similar atmosphere and how you were, how your mentality was going into the game? <clears throat> Man, um, I played in a lot of big games. Uh, I'll probably say one of the
2: biggest I remember. Um, I'll probably have to say I think it was two thousand nine. Um, we playing Stanford. Uh, and also, again, we went back and forth. Uh, I think it was like 30 something points, and we couldn't stop them. They couldn't stop us. That's so when we had Gold and Jimmy who we were open on offense. <laughs> um, but uh, I want I to say this, probably going into the game, um, you know, we knew they were a good team. You know, Toby Gerhardt, you know, they, they let, like, come on the ball, especially with Coach Rawbaugh and his system. Um, so I knew it was, uh, you know, kind of a. A working, a working days for me especially up front I'm just trying to hold my gap do my job so guys can run and play free week
1: so that's kind of like my mindset with, uh, you know, with that it's pretty much uh, like that every week when you go into a game absolutely uh, so let's talk a little bit about your career at Notre Dame did you have a, a moment that stood out as kind of a, the moment that you'll always remember and never forget during your time at Notre Dame whether it be on the field or off
2: Tech 2007, this is the first time actually running on the field, uh, seeing everything, the atmosphere, what it's like, what college football is like, it's really uh, really cool and that was pretty, uh, really That's uh, one of the first memories that I had like once I finally got on campus.
1: So what did you end up uh, graduating with from Notre Dame, what was your degree in? Film TV, so, so then you obviously went on to have a pretty successful NFL career with the 49ers. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your NFL career? Yeah, um, you know, I,
2: uh, <clears throat> I figured, you know, it would be something that I could do as I was playing. Um, obviously doing interviews and stuff like that, but just learning about marketing, you know, TV, um, film and movies and stuff like that. It was some of my favorite uh, my hobbies kind of watching and learn about.
1: Nice, nice. So, <clears throat> I know you, you've gotten back and been able to go back and be around the team quite a bit in the last few years, running into your fantasy camp and everything like that. Um, what, what would you say is the difference in, in mentality that Coach Kelly brings with some of the coaches that you played for at your time at Notre Dame? Uh,
2: good, question
1: again. So, so, what do you see as the main differences that Coach Kelly brings in terms of his coaching style versus some of the coaches that you had uh, some, some time under?
2: Um, I wouldn't say like it's anything totally different. It's just uh, you know, just sometimes you you get a, a great class and you get a couple guys and and you recruit really well. Um, and you bring them in. You have some really good assistant coaches, uh, which Notre Dame always does. Uh, and you kind of you know, build those guys up um, and um, you know see you know see kind of where they're at your sophomore junior year. Sometimes you got guys that come in their freshman year and they can play right away, you know, sometimes sometimes you don't, you have guys, you gotta
1: So Ian, um, what are you up to nowadays? What's uh, are you still trying to pursue an NFL or maybe even XFL career? And if not, kind of what's next uh, next for you and what you have going on?
2: No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm retired, so I'm
1: pretty much done with that. But okay, uh,
2: uh, no, no, I'm just uh, so I do TV and
1: a uh, radio out here in the Bay Area now. Okay. Uh, is there somewhere that folks can follow you on on the sports radio sports talk radio
2: oh yeah yeah um, so it's the uh bay area so it's 95.7 the game in the bay area that's the radio station and the tv station nbc sports
1: radio so Ninety 95.7 the, the game you said
2: yeah the, the game g-a-m-e
1: okay and uh are you going to be around for the uh, all the stanford festivities this year
2: yeah, I'll be. Uh, I should be in town. Uh, I don't think we have a conflicting away game that we'll have to be at uh, on the coast side, so I think I'll be okay. I think
1: I'll be. I usually I'm at that game every year if they come out. Awesome. Okay, well, hope to see you down at uh, Palo Alto this year, and uh, appreciate you jumping on this this afternoon. And uh, go Irish. We'll talk to you soon. For sure, man. Good luck today. All right, go Irish. We'll talk to you go later. Irish. All right, bye. All right. <clears throat> All right, so that was Ian Williams, uh, former defensive tackle for the Irish. Had a great career in the NFL. Now he's uh, doing some radio on, on ninety five seven, the game in the Bay Area. We had a call from South Carolina. I'm guessing that's probably our buddy Ken Murphy. Let's see who we got here. Hello. Ken Murphy. Hey. Got you on live here, buddy. What's going on? We're doing good. Just got done getting our butts whooped in a little pickup charity basketball game, but it was fun. Oh, that's
0: freaking awesome. Well, I mean you gotta get your butts whooped every now and then,
1: how huh? don't you? Unless you're the Irish and then we don't wanna get our butts whooped ever. I don't think that's gonna happen today. I really don't, man. I, I everybody's counting us out and, and that makes me honestly kinda happy. It makes me it's these guys are gonna be fired up with a chip on their shoulder. You and I have been around these guys, you know the kind of makeup they have, kinda of makeup the coaches have. They're not gonna lay down, man. No, they're not.
0: They're fired up. Um, these guys are well trained. Um, the conditioning is superior. Yes. I mean, our conditioning has changed year after year after year. It's gotten better and better. Now we have to look better into the third and fourth quarters to you know, be able to beat a team like Georgia. Georgia's tough. Yes, they are. You got you have 320 pounders right across the front line, all of them for their offensive line. Now we have to be able to be able to get some sort of penetration through that or around it
1: yes sir yeah We have to be really uh, now if we
0: don't if we can't get penetration we can't get in there and 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 rush the quarterback or anything it's going to be a long night for us agreed but on the flip side of that coin they may be able to go ahead and get that um you know be able to go ahead and rush that ball but we outnumber them we are better receivers we got mismatches all over the place in that secondary.
1: If we're able to do that, this could be a this could be a show. I think it's gonna be a great game. I'm really excited. I think it's gonna be a great atmosphere. I uh, got some, we got some guys uh, on the on the ground, so to speak, in enemy territory. And he said that there's a lot of Notre Dame fans out there. So I really hope that we can kind of stabilize, equalize that crowd a little bit. It's gonna be 102,000 crazy ass Georgians. Oh my gosh, uh, you got that right. And you, you always got to remember also one thing that we have also coming back tonight, Cole Komet. Yes, sir. Number 84, Big Dog. Big dog. This guy is going to be <laughs> a
0: game changer. He is what we've been missing. We needed a really, really good um, um, tight end that's going to be able to make the game different. And I think he's it.
1: Put him out there alongside Tommy Tremble, and we're, we're in left.
0: We are. And so um, I, I I can I can agree with how everybody's thinking, how the mismatches are, and how Notre Dame um, is going to be the underdogs. I can understand all of that, but also
1: you have to understand this is a game. Yep. And we are the Fighting Irish. Amen. Amen. I'm excited, man. Uh, thanks for jumping on with us today, Ken. We're going to get somebody else on here, and uh, have a great day and go Irish.
0: Take care. Go Irish.
1: Good afternoon. This is Joe Sepricons. Who's this? This is
0: Dave Brooks, man. You guys got a great
1: podcast, man. Hey, thanks, thanks, Dave, for listening all the way from Alaska. We appreciate it.
2: You're welcome, sir. How's, how's my boy
1: Nate doing? Oh, right? he's doing, he's doing great. How you doing, Nate? I'm good. He's been real quiet this podcast for some reason. I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> I'm, I'm sending Gavin over. He'll be over in a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, <you> t- <laughs> I expect him. You tell Gavin we said hello. Have a good day, Dave. Go good Irish. Day. On, <laughs> oh, wow. All right, so we still got a phone line open. Actually, we're going to go ahead and get our second guest on here. Um, hopefully, he is still able to take the call. Um, it is Jason from the Notre Dame Club of Michigan. I think I got that right. Michiana, maybe. I'll get that going here in just a second. We're going to talk about some cool things going on for the Notre Dame-Michigan game in a few weeks. Hello? Jason, how you doing? This is Jason and Nate, the Dos Uppercons.
3: Hey, I'm good. I really
1: appreciate the time. Yeah, thank you for jumping on. Um, first of all, explain what exactly the name of your club is cuz I'm pretty sure I got it wrong. That's
3: okay. We're the Notre Dame Club of Ann Arbor. There we go. Obviously it's hard to be in Ann Arbor at the coastal coast of the University of Michigan, being a Notre Dame alumni and Notre Dame fans. Um, we uh, we try to serve the you know, southern Michigan area here, but uh, when we play a big game like this, all the clubs in Michigan
1: come together, which is really 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 nice. Nice now um i know you know i i'm I'm sorry we couldn't wear the shirt this time i wore it last week um but tell us we'll definitely have the shirt on again uh obviously for the michigan week but also in the next couple days we'll do some posts give everybody an idea of of what that shirt that i'm talking about is all about the michigander okay so
3: essentially what we did is uh, we had a notre dame parent notre dame mother uh come through and design a shirt uh, basically, all the shirts that we, design, we sell to the public have to be approved by the University of Notre Dame. So, sure. obviously, there's an awful lot of rules that come with that. and um, We're just really, really proud that, essentially, a Notre Dame parent designed the shirt, got through the approval process. And the whole purpose of the shirt, essentially, we don't want to compete with the shirt. The shirt the year is blue. Pretty hard to go into Michigan with a blue shirt. And so, we chose green. You know, just like the USC game coming up here, it's going to be a green out. We really want to show our support, both for the players... Uh, and for the university, and uh, essentially the shirts are on sale for $20. You can get them if you uh, Facebook search uh, the Notre Dame Club of Ann Arbor. We've got a link. Kyle Brinza, the uh, second uh, highest uh, point scorer, kicker in Notre Dame history, uh, was our model, and he's going to be our honorary chair this year for the university's official tailgate, along with Reggie Brooks. And I know you just did a a great tribute to Reggie Brooks back in March, and, and you just can't need a more humble, honest Good role model.
1: That's anywhere right. Out there in Notre right. Agree 100%. Agree 100%. You know, he, uh, Reggie's just such a, I, I hope he never leaves Notre Dame. I think he's, I hope he's one of those guys that just kind of sticks around for the long haul and, and you know, we have a, a huge ceremony when he finally passes on to the other side because that guy is all Notre Dame all day. Every day,
3: all day. I and mean, they humble, humble. We'll do anything for you. Absolutely. We really are. No, I, just, just an amazing guy.
1: So, um, Jason, tell us a little bit also about what, what's going on for the, the uh, Michigan Week festivities out with the Ann Arbor Club for folks that are traveling.
3: Okay, so there's two big things for us. As, as the home club, we're essentially hosting the event. Uh, it, it's put on by the Notre Dame Club of Ann Arbor, um, but obviously we've, we've asked our fellow clubs to come and, and really make it an event. There are two big events coming up. The first is basically a happy hour uh, at Connor O'Neill's, which is in Ann Arbor. It's an Irish pub. It's literally just down the road from the stadium there. Um, we're having a happy hour from 4 to 6. The address is 318 South Main Street there in Ann Arbor. Truly Irish pub, amazing environment right there. Reggie's going to be there. Kyle Brins is going to be there. I don't want to give all everything away, but obviously we're going to have a, quite a few uh, Notre Dame alums, mm-hmm. Notre Dame football players um, that are going to come. And meet everybody. We're going to play the 37-0, essentially, Michigan game back in 2014. That'll be on the big screen. Uh, we're going to try to have as as many people there. If you come wearing the, the
1: green Notre Dame Pulp Van Arbor shirt, your first drink's free. Sweet. You know, and just hub-nub hub, and, and spend time with these uh, role models, these guys,
3: really enjoy the environment. Then the big event, obviously we're hosting a tailgate. We rented a place called the North End Zone, literally next to uh, Michigan Stadium, literally. So we're doing a three-hour tailgate from 4 to 7 on Saturday. Our tickets for... Um, Adults and and family essentially are $50. You get two free drinks if you're over 21. Uh, Obviously, you can choose your choice of beverage. If you're under 21, you've got some some different beverages. And uh, all you can eat, uh, we're going to have the Heisman Trophy there from uh, Notre Dame Hall of Famer, Johnny Latner. You're going to be able to take your picture with the Heisman Trophy and literally have it there. Uh, Obviously, uh, friends and family and colleagues of the university are going to be there. We're going to have the cheerleaders come, we're going to have the leprechaun come, we're going to have Reggie Brooks and Kyle, obviously, whipping the crowd up and bringing friends of theirs. It's it, it's really going to be a three-hour festivity. I want the event to be so loud that they can hear us over at Michigan Stadium. Oh, heck yeah. So, super hyped about it, and I just, you know, for us, all the proceeds, anything that comes up, whether you can't come and you just want to purchase a shirt to show your support, wear it again for the USC game, wear it again for Stanford, wherever you want to be out in the world, it's a green shirt, talks about the how awesome we are and you know our stats over University of Notre Dame versus Michigan if you can't come out to the tailgate for us get the shirt proceeds go to the Notre Dame Scholarship Fund 100% of it that's what we're here to do kind of support them out of the 500 tickets that we have available for the tailgate 400 are already gone
1: wow that's awesome <laughs> so
3: if you want to come get <clears throat> in now again if you get on the Notre Dame Cubs Van Humber's Facebook page there's a link right on it I'll try to share it on your podcast there I know you've been kind enough to share it I've got some friends of mine, um, Ruth Riley, uh, I was in the NBA program with her, Maria Bailey, Reggie Brooks, a lot of these folks are, are already have their shirts, they're showing their support uh, for us coming into Ann Arbor. I'm just, I'm just super excited that you and Nate were able to kind of highlight us a little bit and give us a little bit of exposure.
1: Oh, absolutely, and, we, and anytime we can do anything for the Notre Dame clubs around the country, especially for these road games to create more of a, a hostile environment for the home teams, we, we'd love to do that, so that's ultimately want to do. So, are you guys actually selling tickets uh, for the Michigan game?
3: No. You, okay. you can't get tickets through us. Obviously, there's, there's plenty of places that you can get tickets through, but we have the ability to sell tailgate tickets, but you either contact the university or if you're a member of the Notre Dame Club of Ann Arbor, again, you don't have to have attended Notre Dame to be uh, on the Notre Dame Club of Ann Arbor. We have a ticket exchange for our members. So there's a lot of times, especially around the year, that a lot of the folks of us have season tickets. And we can't go to every game. we got family events just like you do. You know, we're at football games for our kids. We're, we're at equestrian events. Whatever we're doing, we can't go. And we, we literally sell these tickets for what we paid for them. We're not making any profit on it. But to us, if we can get somebody from Notre Dame at the game, supporting us, then that's well worth it. And you can get on the ticket exchange. There's no cost for that, and literally just a way for Notre Dame friends, family, colleagues, fans to share. And you has got to member I'm sure that the local clubs all over the country have that. We're we're just privileged to have such a good club here in Ann Arbor.
1: Very cool. So, what year did you graduate Notre Dame, and what was your major?
3: So I went back to Notre Dame for a master's degree. Uh, I graduated from the uh, Mendoza College of Business, and. and I've had the privilege of actually talking to Tom Mendoza, who just retired from NetApp. And so I actually graduated in 2016. So 2014, the game where we played Michigan, I think the official score was 31 to nothing, but I was there when we had 37 on the scoreboard. That was the first game I was able to take my wife to when I was a student.
1: Oh, very cool. We got to
3: sit there in the student section and and really cheer on the Irish and uh, live up and drink up all the traditions that are there. And, you know... Notre Dame is just such a special place and and you know, because you've been there for the fantasy camp, mm-hmm. the people you meet are unlike anywhere else in the world. That's they right. care about you as a person, they want to connect with you as, as people, they want to help you accomplish your dreams, they want to help you change the world. You know, when you leave a place like Notre Dame it really reminds you of of what the best the world has to offer. And, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just super proud to be an alumni. My stepfather was an alumni. And uh, just meeting friends and family like you that are all over the world that are just able to help us and connect and just make us a better place.
1: So, Jason, what's your score prediction for tonight?
3: Okay, so you know I've been fighting with this all day <laughs> because I do think Georgia's got a great back backfield. I think they're gonna they're gonna give us a run for the money. It pained me to see a 2019 last time we faced. I really think the game is gonna be close. I do think it'll be under the 55 they predict. I'm gonna say we're gonna come out 21 to 20. I really
1: do think it'll be that close. I love it. I love it. I'm hoping you're right, man. It's uh, I, I I absolutely uh, bleh, I absolutely love the fact that people are writing us off. Um, the, you know, it's it's gonna the, the underdog mentality. I think we always shine. You go back to the FES, FSU game that I still uh, say that we won because that BS pick penalty. Uh, you go back to the, the Oklahoma game a few years ago. I think this has the makings of a very special Brian Kelly moment and very special moment for this team.
3: And you have to remember, we've won 15 of the last 16 games.
1: I mean, exactly. Don't get me
3: wrong, I went down, I went down to Texas to, to watch us play Clemson. I know how that feels when you lose. Yep. And I, I think you're right. I think these guys are hungry for success um, on and off the field. And I think these guys will really represent
1: us very well tonight. I agree 100%. This team, I'm telling you, man, this team is special. You know, I've, I've, I was very blessed to be able to spend some time with a lot of these guys and the coaches out at Fantasy Camp. And, and it's just a really very tight-knit family and they are working their butts off and I, I think that's going to pay off on games like tonight. So... No, I, com- I completely agree wh- and, and, and and I love the podcast. I, I got to watch the first part today. Awesome. Uh, it's, it, it's such a privilege to listen uh, to, to these
3: folks that are being successful on after, during their NFL careers. What are they doing after their careers? If they're going to go to the XFL or yes. if they're going to go in airline, just whatever it is. It's just really nice that we all stay connected.
1: I, I agree 100% and that's what we're here for, man. So... Thanks, Jason, for jumping on. Why don't you do us a favor and um, continue to send me some information that you'd like us to post to let folks know that are getting out there for the game in Ann Arbor, and we'll, uh, we'll do our best to try to get it going for you guys, and we'll continue to wear the shirts. We'll, we'll even wear the shirts out in Stanford when we go out this year.
3: <laughs> I love it. Well, sure. I appreciate the love all the way from California, and uh, know we're watching and, and supporting and, and loving everything you guys do.
1: Appreciate it, man. Go Irish, and have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, so that's going to pretty much wrap it up. we got to go uh, do our little pregame. So Nate and I have some, some superstitions that we do, and we do them until we lose. And, and as uh, Jason just alluded to, we haven't lost a game, a regular season game, since uh, Stanford two years ago. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to stick with what's worked for us on, on our pregame stuff. And So you want to explain what our pregame is? So um, I usually just kind of play video games, just <laughs> to, like, get my mind off, like, the game and stuff. Yeah. And then um, like 2 hours before the game or so we go to Taco Bell bring bring home the bring the food home eat it uh, well no 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 take off our shirts then eat it and then put back on our shirts sweat so and get in the kickoff and burrito then get juice ready. On it. yeah yeah and it, you know obviously Taco Bell is not necessarily in our, our my healthy meal eating plan but can't break tradition, can't break our superstitions. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we do our Play Like a Champion Today uh, picture that we've been doing since this guy was about five years old. Uh, we've done that literally every game that we've been together since he's five years old, so that's something that's really important to me. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're ready to go, man. Uh, it's gonna be a fun game, fun atmosphere. Jason mentioned his prediction is gonna be 21-20, the Irish pulling it out in Athens. I think it's gonna be a higher scoring game. I have the Irish winning 28-24. Um, I truly believe that our, our interior defensive line is going to step up and shut DeAndre Swift and the other guys that I really could care less what their names are. Uh, Jake Fromm, can't, I mean, the guy's a three-year starter at Georgia, so you can't overlook him. But I, I really think Khaled Kareem and Julian Aquara and Dalen Hayes and Adiog and Deju are going to get after him. And uh, you already know our secondary is going to be ready to roll. So it's going to be fun, man. Um, they'll go out there and play their best game. Cole Komet coming back is a huge addition. Uh, Avery Davis getting mixed into the run game, uh, you got a Javon guy like McKinley. Javon McKinley, our local boy from, good job man, our local guy from Corona Centennial, Australia, Estrella McKinley if you're watching, shout out, uh, have fun out there in Athens and be safe, uh, you got, uh I like Cole Komet coming back, Brayden Tony Lindsay. Jones. Brayden Lindsay, I think is going to be somebody that you'll see get the ball a little bit more tonight, I actually like to see Brayden Lindsay return punts or even maybe kicks, so maybe Coach Kiley and mix that in, I, mean, I think we're going to need some curveballs, we're going to need some bounces, uh, but at the end of the day I think the Irish are going to use the luck of the Irish and and shake down the thunder and overcome the odds like we always do. So it's going to be a fun time. Everybody, Nate, what's your score? Um, I think I'm going to change it. It's like, uh, I'm going to go with 38 to 30. Who's winning? You I, think I would choose Georgia. I don't know, man. All right. So Nate says 38, 30. I say 28, 24. I don't care if it's three to nothing. As long as we get the dub, uh, everybody have a great day. Celebrate responsibly when we win. Uh, and we'll check in with you guys uh, for the next game against Virginia next week. Go Irish beat Georgia. Have a great day. <laughs> Dose. be the
0: place. The podcast for inspiration and taste. With people all around from different sizes and shapes. Different cultures and backgrounds in the race. We got Jason and Nate. Host in the house. Built to create. Be in the lighthouse. To keep us at the gate. Got the Notre Dame back in education. Let the way. From the bus about to drive it home. Rock a man with a plan that was so great.